0: Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast.
1: Consequence Podcast Network. All right, it's the morning after the BTS concert day two. We're here at our Airbnb. We brought the microphone and our setup, so. We're recording next morning. Yep. Voices are raspy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's nostalgic. It is. I'm like, gosh, I forgot how much you lose your voice after a BTS concert. I know. But I love recording
0: after having a concert because then my voice is a little bit raspy and mm-hmm. sexy. <laughs> mm, very sexy. Uh yeah, we are super excited to talk about the concert today mm-hmm. and all of our experiences this weekend. Um, So on that note, welcome back Iconics and if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla and I'm Bethany and this is standing BTS. Yes. Yes,
1: welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang
0: out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way.
1: Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you're not cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you.
0: Totally. But if you're down for some, so many moments from this weekend left me speechless. Yeah,
1: or this weekend felt like a major life
0: event. 100%. If you're here for that, then you're in the right
1: place. All right. Today's episode, we're just covering our experience at the Permission to Dance on stage in LA
0: concert, Mm -hmm. day two. Day two. Specifically. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So before we get into today's episode, we do want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further, get access to our Google Docs, um, get access to our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, then you can do so by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com/standingbts, or if you'd like,
1: you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me/standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks Iconics. Um as far as charity of the month, we know that it's December now, but we're just so overwhelmed from the weekend that we really need to spend our time choosing a charity for next episode yeah
1: there's already so much to happen this weekend it kind of like was over ahead i mean yeah. it's still it's my birthday it's november 29th right, right now so it's literally her birthday
0: right but now. when this
1: when this comes out we're like oh yeah it'll be december but mm-hmm. we hadn't thought about it so we'll come back with our next episode and have a good charity that yeah we've picked out we just have to think about it and, and we want to research. be mindful and yeah. not just
0: rush through it so yeah. be patient with us but support a local cause in the meantime yeah All right. So let's get into our weekend and talk about what we've been doing. So we actually flew out to L.A. on Friday morning. Um, We both got up at 3 a.m. Central Standard Time, and our flight was leaving at 6.55 a.m. So we had to, like, get to the airport, get through security. It's the day after Thanksgiving, so we were expecting just... Air travel to be insane. Mm. And thankfully, in the early morning, it wasn't too crazy yet. Not too crazy. But
1: there were a lot of armies on our flight. There were some armies hanging out, you know, waiting for our flight. So we got to talk with some armies. Someone took pictures of our airport fashion for us. Mm -hmm. We ended up going shopping for our concert outfits and in the midst of it we were like we should do airport airport fashion. fashion. So we really (laughs) went all out. Our outfits were buttery and comfy and cozy. Mm -hmm. I felt like I
0: I felt special, like VIP
1: in my outfit. I was like, yep, I'm flying to LA to go see BTS.
0: Oh, well, because of the outfits (laughs) that we put together, like when we were walking through like our gate area, we really had to strut and like work it, you know? I had to own it. I was
1: like, okay, people are looking at me, but you know what? Gotta strut. Yeah, because... be confident. We
0: had such stylized outfits yeah. like for the airport you know and we're like kind of in the corner of our gay area like okay i guess we're gonna take pictures now
1: yeah i was like i cannot feel insecure in that i'm like a little over the top right now i right. just gotta be confident yeah but we were we felt like bts yeah yeah but that was the point you yeah. know we wanted to kind of model how bts does
0: the airport mm-hmm. fashion that was fun yeah and then um you went to I, I don't know if you went to go get coffee or something but I was kind of editing the pictures and I just thought it'd be hilarious to put the dispatch logo on it yeah so I did <laughs> I kind of did a like a quick job of it like I wasn't being super careful and trying to make it look perfect but um it just kind of cracked me it up was hilarious. so I felt like yep, I thought dispatch. that was that
1: was so clever <laughs> I was cracking up at that yeah that, that was, was really fun. that was a good idea the
0: airport fashion just really hyped our confidence up to fly out for the weekend and, yeah. like, set us up for the weekend yeah. on a, on a good note. Event. It's yeah. an event. It's an event. Yeah.
1: Okay. So then we ended up getting into L.A. and... We we were in pretty warm outfits, so we had to change, but we couldn't check into our Airbnb until 4 Mm o'clock, and it was like 8.30 Pacific Standard Time when we got in.
0: Yeah, so we had the whole day ahead of us, which was exciting.
1: So we had to like change inside a Target bathroom.
0: (laughs) Great experience. It was a
1: fun experience. Um, (laughs) I peeled out of uh, the rental car parking lot. (laughs) Uh, Just really fun. It was just a fun time, but we ended up going to Venice Beach first, and we walked around Venice Beach. Um, got some lunch there, got to see like all that workout area, yeah. all those iconic
0: places mm-hmm. that you kept
1: talking about Grand Theft Auto. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> so like literally, I know so much of LA just from Grand Theft Auto 5. Like I have played the fuck out of GTA 5. And so we're like driving around. And I'm like, yeah, I've like driven over so many people right here in Grand Theft Auto, like, you know, walking down Venice Beach and going past like the gym and whatever. Um, it was really cracking me up. It was kind of surreal, you know mm-hmm. um but yeah watching walking down venice beach was super fun seeing seeing the graffiti walls seeing the basketball courts like my husband is always watching youtubers who like play and film at those basketball courts we saw someone multiple times who i followed on instagram for like years her yeah. name is the iron giantess and she's like this amazing um workout person but um yeah we just saw her like casually, casually strolling. walking by
1: while we were eating lunch yeah like, i know that girl yeah it was, like.
0: Like, what the fuck? Um, so it's just very, very cool and surreal. We probably walked like nine miles that day, yeah. according to my Apple Watch. Yeah. And yeah. army
1: is everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. army really took over LA yeah. this weekend. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm.
0: But by the end of the day on Friday, we were planning on like going out, like maybe going to a bar for a couple cocktails and finding like a cool restaurant. Mm-hmm. But we were just wiped out from yeah. all of our exploring and traveling. So we ended up just getting some Chinese and chilling. It was really funny. When we were looking for Chinese in the area, 0. 0.3 miles away from our Airbnb, <laughs> um, on, on Apple Maps was this title of this restaurant that just said fried rice Kevin. <laughs> and we're like,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> not not Kevin's fried rice. No, no, no. Fried rice Kevin. Fried rice
0: Kevin. So you click on it and like the photos are just this fucking dude <laughs> on a street corner with like a plancha, like a grill top, who just like makes fried rice on the mm-hmm. corner. Just who's that? Oh, it's Fried Rice Kevin. Like, what do you mean you don't know Fried Rice Kevin? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I just that's a whole restaurant. I just love that. But we were still adjusting
1: to to the time change. I know it was only two hours, but Mm -hmm. we were exhausted having been up at three o'clock. There was so much energy and excitement too that by the end of the day we were wiped, just wiped.
0: Yeah. The last thing we did on Friday night as we were chilling and eating our Chinese food was packing up our surprises that we had for the iconic meetup. That was really our first thing Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about the iconic meetup.
1: Yeah. So we put together – we get to finally talk about it I now. know
0: We were hiding it. We were hiding it for so long. Yeah.
1: So, we ended up making these bags. They're purple bags and they had iconic written up and down them in white, mm-hmm. white font. Like and tote bags. Tote bags, yeah. yes. Tote bags. And inside, we ended up making little packets for all the iconics at the meetup to make like little friendship bracelets. Yeah, That's like J Hope style. J Hope style, yeah. Uh, they had smiley faces. They had like the little flower smiley faces in there, too. And then we put. Um, everyone could spell out iconic, army, and BTS. Mm-hmm. So we had a little activity for everyone to do. And then we also ended up ordering buttons that said, fucking fucking iconic
0: Iconic. except the u is an asterisk so you know you can put it anywhere it's fine but yeah (laughs) um just really really great that was really fun to surprise the iconics there with it because we had been anticipating and preparing for that for so long we wanted
1: to give you guys a gift Mm -hmm. just so grateful that we were able to have a meetup and that iconics wanted to come and and hang out so it was just like we knew we wanted to do something special where we were giving you guys something for coming um So, yeah, we ended up going to Tongva Park, Mm -hmm. and when we scouted it out, we found this, like, three picnic benches all lined up, and they were all, like, connected to each other. Like, this is the perfect spot for everyone to be able to, like, talk and mingle and, you know, get to know each other. And so we got there about an hour early before everyone got there to just <laughs> claim, claim the table. As we're we were like, so
0: stressed because it was Saturday morning. It was right next to like the playground on the park. Yeah. Like it could have been just buzzing with family. And there was no way to
1: reserve it. Yeah. So we're like, this is ours. Right. <laughs> got very territorial. We did.
0: We did get territorial. Yeah. At one point, we like spread out the bags all over the three tables. It started getting
1: busy. And I yeah. was like, I'm spreading them out, Kayla. Like I know we've got the bags here, but like no. We've no. We've got many people. People coming right so. um gosh, that meetup was more than what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. It was perfect, it was so fun getting to meet iconics, yeah, like that's the first time we've really not the first time we've got to meet iconics like Wendy she's mm-hmm. come we got to see we her got to meet her before speak yourself uh-huh. um but like a group of Iconics together and then Iconics getting to meet other Iconics and and talk and mingle. And yeah, yeah. that have like talked to each other on Twitter or over social and then like actually getting to meet Mm -hmm. in person.
0: I'm just, it for a long time I was speechless and I really couldn't collect my thoughts because I'm just always eternally grateful that like we have this podcast and the friendship that we have from it, but also like, We've had these parasocial relationships with these iconics for years now. Like mm-hmm. many of the people we've talked to at the meetup, we've been talking to on Twitter or via email. For so long now years and they truly feel like real friends but we never got to meet and mm-hmm. so being able to meet and to say like we really are friends and like let's keep in touch was really amazing and yeah. really special and it's not lost on me that we're just two random ass girls that just decided to make a podcast yeah. and just share how much we love bts and it's amazing to be able to share it with iconics yeah You know,
1: I feel the sense of community within the the iconic armies, Mm -hmm. but... Being in person, together, hanging out, talking, making bracelets. Everyone got to share what they were looking forward to most of the concert. And to hear all of you fangirl over Namjoon's thighs <laughs> and soap transitions. Yeah. I mean, it just warmed my heart. I'm yeah. like, wow, these are the best
0: people. Yeah, like, literally, we've always said that Iconics are the best part of ARMY. And funny. And, and funny. Just, you guys and are great. just meeting you in person really confirmed it all. And then... You guys had a surprise for us yeah. too, which was M- totally unexpected.
1: Yeah, Meg and Rachel, I think, really got this surprise going. And what you ended up doing was you put a video together. For us of Iconics
0: delivering a message for us and thanking us and of how much they love the podcast yeah. and love the Iconic community. And it was from Iconics all over the world that, you know, couldn't make it and across the country that couldn't make it to the meetup. And um, that was Incredibly humbling, yeah,
1: I was already sentimental, but when when we started to just get the video to load, it hadn't even loaded yet and hadn't even seen a single second of it, and I was already crying, yeah,
0: already crying, and I was
1: just hit with this huge wave of emotion and just gratitude, um it was humbling, and you know. With this podcast, so much has happened. I've had so much, like, self-growth. I've had my insecurities with the show, too. But I'm going to get emotional again. Mm-hmm. Just seeing all the support and all the love, it just makes it worth it. And I am I love doing this. Yeah. And it's so silly. It makes me feel like I should never be insecure about anything when mm-hmm. it comes to the show. And yeah. I'm just grateful that the people who are listening
0: enjoy it. Yeah, and yeah and I'm, yeah same I feel the same I'm just grateful that people care enough to like even want to meet up with us like I, that that to me was just yeah. crazy like yeah. you want to hang out with us like in real life yeah yeah um I uh I'm just eternally grateful that we have such incredible people that we get to talk to yeah yeah I loved meeting all of you me too yeah I love meeting you guys and hopefully when BTS goes on tour next we can all organize like a another iconic meetup like let's plan to go to the same city and the same place and meet up again because it was just phenomenal yeah to be able to see you guys and Definitely. meet you guys yeah well yeah.
1: anyways that was a huge moment mm-hmm. that w- that was a highlight of that the was, weekend yeah
0: and for us i mean preparing for this weekend we were equally as excited for the meetup as we were for the concert and yeah. i think even after going through both of them um that still stands yeah
1: yeah yeah so thank you for everyone who came mm-hmm. really truly thank you Well, after that, we went to the Santa Monica Pier,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: that was just a great time, too. That was a really busy location, a hot spot, but I guess it was Saturday. Yeah.
0: Um, We got to kind of do the Santa Monica Pier exclusively with Deja because she had rental car issues and got to the iconic meetup like 10 minutes after everybody, after the last few people had left. Um, and so we got to go explore the pier with her and just get like one-on-one hangout time, which was really awesome to just such a sweet, kind person. Mm -hmm. And we met up with, um, nathan and crystal at the pier also and we all rode it's like it was on my bucket list like lifelong dream to ride the roller coaster on the santa monica pier and so it was ten dollars and you got to ride it two times in a row yeah and we did and so it was all five of us like and we rode in the last like car of the coaster so we could get like we were in the very back right you get the full like whiplash you get everything right Mm -hmm. and i was like turning around like you guys better fucking put your hands up hands up the whole time no excuses It was easy because it wasn't, like, that crazy of a roller coaster to have your hands up on, but it was so fun. It was smooth. Yeah. I was impressed with it. It was smooth like butter. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. This whole weekend was smooth like butter. (laughs) That's true. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. So then after that, we decided to celebrate my birthday Saturday mm-hmm. night. Since we weren't at the concert, we stayed off of Twitter, so we didn't know what happened on night one. Um, but now we've gotten to catch up on that a little yeah. bit, what happened on night one. Um, but we celebrated my birthday in Hollywood on a rooftop bar. Yes. Like, I felt <laughs> bougie. Yeah. Um. It was great. It yeah. was amazing. And our server was
0: was funny. He was the biggest (laughs) fucking troll. He was a troll. So, like, it was happy hour, so beer and wine was half off, so we're like, okay, let's get wine. Mm -hmm. And Bethany asks about, like, a rosé, and... A pinot grigio. A pinot grigio at first, he's like, I don't know if we have that. And like, okay, well, maybe a rosé, and he's like, uh, I don't know, I'll check. And then he comes back with, like, some white wine that he splashed grenadine into. Yeah. To be like, it's a rosé. Yeah, at least got a couple free drinks though, yeah. thankfully,
1: because I was like, I think this is Savion Blanc with
0: grenadine. grenadine. What he, is that? He served that to you twice. He served that to me also. Yeah. But then at the end, he came with like two free drinks that were like very citrusy, mm-hmm. alcohol-packed drinks, which were great. They were they were refreshing and yeah. very nice. Yeah. yeah. But we
1: were with Nate and Crystal uh-huh. from you know the in po- podcast. I got
0: pushed and in hypen podcast. Yeah. Um, Nate has been a long time iconic and so we had been friends and like we have talked over Snapchat and stuff and so it was really really wonderful to finally meet him in person and I had listened to the M-Hypen podcast when they were doing it they're gonna come back soon when yes. M-Hypen comes back also Um, so I'd kind of gotten to know Crystal over that so it was really cool to like hang out with them further they had come up come to the iconic meetup yeah. but they invited us to the rooftop bar at their hotel yeah. so we got to like catch the end of the sunset mm-hmm. and You know, then we went to Walgreens. Yeah. That was was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: it was a really fun, fun night. It was a great night.
0: One more thing I wanna say about the iconic meetup is that we did not get a group photo with everybody because we were just so excited. We were talking with everybody, mingling with everybody, and it just didn't happen. But Iconics who were there, if you have photos with us or of us or from the event, can you please send them to us? Um, we've texted some of you, so you can text those back to us. Or you can email them to us or DM us. Um, but we would really love to have those photos just for our own memory preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Saturday was really amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's get into concert day. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Let's finally get into it. Okay. <laughs> so we did spend the whole day getting ready. Yeah. The entire day we got ready. Um, We were getting texts from Iconics and we were just hearing that day one in terms of getting into the event was chaotic, so disorganized. There were... Like, just globs of people trying to get in. And I heard that some people,
0: they really didn't start getting people in until, like, 30 minutes before the show. Like, 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Even by, like, 7.10, there's still thousands of people outside. And then at that point, the security just started just having people go through like just letting them in not checking bags not checking vaccination status not even checking tickets at that point just trying to get them seated just saying go just Just go and the concert started like 15 minutes late just to let army get to their seats and i think some people still missed the first song or two Mm -hmm. so it was really chaotic
1: that had us worried and concerned especially with just the state of the world right now not only do we have to worry about covid but just like events like this with this mass amount of people Well, it has to be organized, you know.
0: Otherwise, people are put into dangerous situations where they can get hurt. Yeah. So – Especially since it's been two years since events like this have happened. So people are different in a crowd than they used to be, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. And everyone's eager
1: to see BTS, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And no one wants to miss the concert. So if we're being put into
1: a situation where we're having to quickly get into a venue within a 15-minute time frame – Someone's bound to get hurt, you know? So I was really disappointed with SoFi about that. About night one. About night one, Mm -hmm. yeah. So we ended up tweeting about it, even though we were trying to stay off Twitter. Yeah. But we're – I mean, ARMY is just an incredible and thoughtful group of people that, you know, I know that we can take care of each other and ourselves and not put ourselves into that situation. But with SoFi being the massive – venue it is they really should have this organization structure and you
0: know it's like the super bowl is going to be held there like they have to have a, a better system yeah they have to do better but we've really felt like and probably because all of the backlash and all of the tweets that they got i mean articles were written about how
1: army was vocal so was yeah. a
0: disaster and so on night two we really felt a security presence we felt a sofi stadium staff member presence and we felt like it was really much better organized Mm -hmm. i mean we saw multiple people walking around with big question marks coming out of like their backs like a backpack holding a massive question mark. So if you weren't sure where to go or what to do, you could f- seek one of those people out and there were multiple of them. So it wasn't like a long long line behind them. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. We were able to ask those people some questions. Um, there was a little bit of confusion yesterday about a wristband situation to try to process people through the entry line faster. You could go to a different line and get a blue wristband that proved your COVID vaccination status. Um, But by the time we got there and parked, most of the booths that were set up for that were just vacant. Like yeah. there wasn't anybody there, and it
1: was four o'clock. Yeah. So I was confused why they were vacant, and right. we had gone up to one of the booths, and the people who were there, there were like four people there, mm-hmm. and they had no wristbands. They really didn't even know why they were there. They were
0: like, like "We're just stagehands. Like we're not doing anything here." Yeah. I was like, "Why are you here then?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But as we were walking around, you could find some staff members who did have the blue wristbands. And there were massive lines.
0: Huge lines. Yeah. But
1: then those lines were merging with other lines like gate lines. Mm -hmm. And then there were... We were supposed to enter at gate 11. Mm -hmm. And that line
0: was insanity. Yeah. I mean, the gate 11 line, it had a little like front parking lot in that area um, that wasn't in use for parking. But... It was wrapped all the way around every single crevice of that parking lot, then out onto the sidewalk, all the way down the street. It went from like the side of the stadium all the way to the front of the stadium to another entry point where people thought that they were in line 12 at that point. And then you walk further down the line and ask people what line they're in, and they say 11. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there was the best part was near the line 12 entry point, there was a lady who started just like sitting on a curb. Yeah. And a huge, massive line behind her. Yeah. That went nowhere. <laughs> it went nowhere. I mean, nowhere. it was leading to nowhere, but there was so many people lined up. And I bet the people at the front of the line would have said, well, I'm just sitting and waiting. And the people at the end of the line would have said, like, I'm in line 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was that. But I will say, even though the lines were kind of chaotic and it was everywhere, I mean, what else are you supposed to do with, we don't have an accurate number on how many people, but like... 50 to 60,000 people being there like it's just going to be chaotic on the outside like until you can get in there's not enough space for all of those people to go so I'm at least grateful that at day two there wasn't just like massive clumps of people Mm -hmm. and like a horde of people is much more dangerous than a bunch of lines yeah
1: and rushing in within the last 30 minutes before a show yeah
0: I feel like They definitely prevented that. I mean, some people were still getting to their seats like 15 minutes before showtime, but the stadium was mostly full by 7. Yeah. It was pretty packed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we ended up getting told that we could just go to any line. Yeah. The staff member was like, just if you can find a shorter line, do it. Because line 11, line 12, it was just pure chaos. So we started walking around the venue and we're trying to find any kind of line that we could just get in so that we could get in anywhere any gate we didn't care um And that is when you had texted Jess. Yes,
0: Jess, who we met at the Iconic Meetup for the first time. Jess with the amazing jean jacket. Um, And I texted her just because she had been wanting to meet up with us. And I know I feel bad because there's so many other people who wanted to meet up with us at the venue yesterday. But it was just so chaotic. And once we got inside, we could really only be like on our level. And to get to our level, you had to have the VIP ticket. So it was like... It was once we got there
1: we were really just focused on getting into a line yeah and the getting right inside line. right
0: <laughs> but so I texted Jess because she was she had said that she was over at entry point seven and she, I asked you know could we come meet you and she asked the two people behind her in line and they didn't mind if two people joined her which was wow phenomenal army is really just the best because I think any other thing with chaotic lines like that somebody would have been pissed off yeah
1: they would have been like no no I've been here
0: for an hour like back of the line I don't care but no they didn't mind at all and we thanked them when we got up there like thank you for letting us you know come in here but it was Jess you are seriously our iconic angel angel. like I really believe we would have been outside until seven or later had you not let us um hop in line so incredible privilege right there that we got to because she was really Near the front of line seven, it yeah. did not take us long to get in, yeah.
1: And they, right when we got to her, they were starting to let people in, mm-hmm. and so they let people into the venue before sound check even started, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we got to hear sound check, mm-hmm. but we were kind of corralled outside like the additional doors to get inside the venue, but we got through security, right? And I thought that was. Very smart of SoFi mm-hmm. to just
0: start to let people in mm-hmm. before, yeah. earlier. They they were processing as many people as they could through the gates first. And then they actually opened the glass doors into the venue at 530 like they were supposed to. But I think it really helped being able to get people through the security check first, mm-hmm. um, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Then one one of the
1: guys, one of the, I don't know, one of the workers came over and he's like, do you have vip passes or whatever i'm like yes this isn't the gate that i was told to go to but another staff member said just pick a line yeah and and he's like all right i guess they're just picking lines mm-hmm. like he was like i guess that's what's going on i guess on. that's what they
0: were told <laughs> because maybe at like their morning meeting that we heard yeah. that they had maybe they were told no have everybody go to the line that they're supposed to be in or whatever mm-hmm. because that guy seemed a little bit like incredulous just like well yeah. okay i guess so you're yeah. fine you can be here yeah. it's like well we're not getting out of line now yeah you know? i mean what are they
1: gonna do yeah yeah <laughs> they, they're just at that point i think they were just wanting to screen people mm-hmm. and get them through they didn't care who was supposed to enter where <laughs> vip not mm-hmm. vip whatever yeah
0: they were really screening people on the inside too to like get to the like the c100 levels for the VIP section, like, we had a massive line to get down the escalator to that level because yeah. they were checking your ticket to make sure you were VIP, which I thought was kind of silly. It's like if yeah. somebody is down there who doesn't have a seat down there and someone goes to, like, sit there and they're like, hey, you're in my seat, then they'll just move, yeah. like, but. That could just be ARMY, though. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think
1: they had to just check. Yeah. And to make, and make sure. sure. Um. But, yeah, we got to our seats. Mm-hmm. Amazing seats. <gasps> I couldn't believe I know. I was like that second stage right Right there. there. I mean, we were in the C-100s. We could see second stage perfectly and we were row four. Row four.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, our view felt like the same view that you might get from like watching a mama performance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when they have those shots that are not super close, you can see kind of the whole stage in like BTS's formation. That was exactly our view. I felt it was surreal. I felt Mm -hmm. like I was you know at mama but i was at a concert you know this was our
1: first time being um kind of in the in the 100 sections Mm -hmm. not on floor this Mm -hmm. was our first time not being on floor and having this like higher up point of view you get to see a whole lot more yeah um than when you're on floor yeah
0: this was definitely better seats than our floor seats in soldier field yeah yeah Yeah. for sure um yeah okay so let's get into the concert concert. let's do it (laughs) So, let's talk about the opening v c r which was b t s basically breaking out of a um like an interrogation room,
1: yeah, they were doing all their mug shots where you know they're holding their their numbers mm-hmm. up against the wall. We got that shot of Young with the paperclip on his tongue and he pulls it out of his mouth and oh then kicks the lock on his handcuffs. And it's just all flirty and teasing with us like, oh, I died. Just, it's so
0: sexy. Yeah, I we mean,
1: melted. Yeah, we've seen this VCR before, but seeing it. At the concert, like, getting into, like, BTS coming out on stage. Right. Like, the excitement. The anticipation. And, yes. Uh,
0: we were screaming already. Just freaking out. I was freaking Freaking out. out. Absolutely melting. And then... They come out with On, which is so epic. And because they kind of did a jailbreak scene in the opening VCR for the On stage, they're all, like, inside a jail. And all the backup dancers are, like, climbing over the walls. And then the gates that BTS are behind, like, open up. And they come out and perform On. And it's such a high-energy entrance to the performance. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, During this, like, they're in those white outfits. They all look sexy. It was super powerful. You, could, It was so much high energy mm-hmm. just to kick off the concert. I was freaking out. But looking at, like, the screen, Jimin already, like, whipped out his tongue. I was, oh, like, my
0: God. I was like, all
1: right. I'm I knew that I wasn't ready for this concert but to see him pulling out those kinds of moves Mm -hmm. within the first song I was like I am going to die like
0: within the first seconds okay and it wasn't just like a mild tongue slip he like had it out and moved it all the way across his mouth (laughs) and like up and fuck and with the sleeve the sleeveless and the arms I was I was dying yeah yeah Um, And then Fire was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was a little remix of Fire. And, you know, so it was fun to get, like, a different version of it.
1: Also, just thinking about, like, that chain-linked fence that they were climbing over mm-hmm. it also makes me think of the chain-linked fence that Yungi hops over and in fire. fire yeah so it's just like a great set mm-hmm. to you know bring these two songs together mm-hmm. but fire was a remix and like the whole stadium like went red and, and all the yeah all the army bombs and that remix it's just like sexy so sexy yeah you know just the beat is sexy mm-hmm. um but then they started to come out towards second stage yep. already with fire. And, man, Nam June had such high energy, mm-hmm. too, for this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: And then we got Dope. And, you know, you guys know, Dope is so special to us. It was the first music video that we watched of BTS. Mm-hmm. And so anytime they perform Dope is just a special treat, personally.
1: During Dope, I was just thinking about the lyrics and how they've worked really hard. Yes. And they're going higher. Um, and they're moving up and then just taking a moment to look around at this massive stadium filled with armies from all over the world and it just feels like BTS is complete now like this is their full
0: yeah, they're they're in the, full form. Full form. Yeah, yeah, I I was thinking literally the same thing as we were watching Dope, thinking about how that was the first song that really made them blow up in Korea. Like mm-hmm. in you know when they came out with Dope, everyone in Korea knew Dope, and that's what really started their growth, um and their popularity, and um so just for them to perform it to an arena of fifty, sixty thousand people, Americans, mm-hmm. you know how much they've grown is yeah. just. Incredible, yeah,
1: yeah. So then they had their opening mints, and they walked back to the to the first stage, and they welcomed us. They mm-hmm. we greeted us. Mm-hmm. Nam June said, "Make some motherfucking noise!" Nice. And we were like,
0: like I love that he said, "Make some motherfucking noise," uh, and we definitely <laughs> did. I just. I screamed my head off every single time that they said, make some noise because I wanted them to fucking hear it. You know, Mm -hmm. they deserve all of the noise to be made for them. Like, yeah. yeah. I am totally pro mask and I've never felt like, oh, I hate
1: wearing a mask. But I will say I was just like, I wanted to remove my mask because I wanted my voice to just project as much as possible Mm -hmm. to them, like send all my love and support. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, But yes. Yes. But every time they said make some noise, I mean, I was going crazy insane. Yeah, Um,
0: I just loved for the opening men's getting to do J-Hope's opening again. I'm your hope. hope, you're my hope, hope. I'm J-Hope. Yeah, was, oh. yeah. That just, it felt like coming home, it you know? It felt
1: like coming home. Yeah. Yeah, and he ended up saying later on in a minute, he said, this is just old fun. Yeah. You know, that maybe they were nervous when they started, mm-hmm. but this is just old fun, just yeah. like before.
0: Oh, and then when Yoongi got put on the screen... I think people may have screamed the loudest yeah. for Yoongi and he just you know he hams it up a little bit he kind of looks around like confused like oh for me you know yeah. like whatever <laughs> but he just looked incredible we're just so wrecked over the orange hair and the forehead, the forehead.
1: Fuck. Yeah. yeah and just anytime he's at a concert mm-hmm. like he really is his at his absolute best
0: yeah yeah but even just at the opening ments, as they're barely into the concert they already look so happy yeah
1: yeah you can see the joy yeah you can mm-hmm. see it
0: so then we have a vcr as they go into an outfit change um i think this first vcr was like namjoon and jungkook and taehyung in like their little secret hideout like mm-hmm. post breaking out of the jail and so like we'll just kind of recap the story of the vcrs now so we don't keep coming back to them from what we remember yeah. um but they they were kind of like hanging out like playing pool like whatever and then someone slid a a pizza pizza box underneath the rolling In, gate, the industrial, industrial rolling, rolling gate. gate yeah. yeah, that um had like their mission inside. And their mission is like with these little powders um, in their pipettes that like puffing the powders out and it infects people with like the desire to like dance and party mm-hmm. and so I think they're like planning a mission on like where they're gonna set those off in the city and um, so we kind of throughout all of the VCRs we see various parts of this story of Um, Those three guys and then the other four members of BTS also becoming involved in that and they end up like bringing other people into the party. They end up partying in like a convenience store and dancing. Yeah, it's all about
1: like not needing permission to dance. Yeah, not needing permission to
0: dance. yeah. Yeah so the VCRs were really great and something that I loved about the VCRs is that we all sat down like it was it was a break for ARMY at the concert too which was much needed because when BTS were out it was so high energy and we were screaming and dancing and jumping and singing and so we just sat down in our seats and enjoyed the men's ARMY
1: deserved to sit too after standing and waiting outside you know Mm -hmm. merch lines waiting in lines just to get into the venue I mean there was just line after line so people were on their feet all day Yeah. and so it was nice that armies took the time to sit and relax and, and recover during the VCRs.
0: Yeah. That was nice. Knowing that BTS were backstage like frantically like getting you changed. know changed and hair, hair drying. And yeah, yeah I mean it must have just been crazy for them backstage. Yeah. But we were we were chilling yeah. and enjoying the mints or mm-hmm. uh, the okay. VCRs, yeah.
1: Yeah. So then they came back out on stage with blue and gray, and this was very similar setup, just like how they had done for the permission to dance online that they had done in Seoul. So they were facing, you know, these. Um, Mirrors, reflections. Yeah, it was like mirror reflections, but it was pre-recorded footage of them. And they're looking at themselves. So their backs are towards us. But what I loved about Blue and Gray particularly is this really gave us an opportunity to focus on their vocals, their live vocals, because the majority of the show, I mean, you're singing, you're fan chanting, so you don't really get to appreciate their vocals fully. But here with Blue and Gray, we had that moment. Definitely. And even though their backs were to us, just seeing the movement on their backs, you could see the passion and the delivery of their their vocals and their rap. Yeah. mm, definitely it's just moving it was moving and then getting to see them live with my own eyeballs turn around and face us and then for them to see army it, it was
0: moving it was really this was the first time in the concert that I got emotional I teared up and you know blue and gray means so much to me and to see it live was really really special to hear it live was special and you're right vocals on display for this song um, and just time to really appreciate their vocals. But it made me, I was thinking about my grandpa and I was thinking about, you know, grief and all that, like, we've all been through with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and um, how we're kind of like moving on past it. And so it was, uh, it was really special Mm -hmm. to get Blue and Gray. And then from Blue and Gray, after they turned around at that, like, kind of one of the ending parts of the song, they turn around and start walking out. Onto to second stage. So it was a very kind of the slower moment in the song that they're making their way to second stage. And then they go into black Swan from mm-hmm. blue and gray, which was just incredible. This was the point We talked a lot about this in our own reflections, but it was hard for us to decide between looking at the screen and looking at the stage because on the screen, you can see their faces so clearly. You can see a lot of the detail of what's going on. A
1: lot of the fun interactions, too, between members that you're not really always able to catch when you're looking at the stage because you can't see the the fine detail and the specific moments Mm -hmm. between members.
0: But on the second stage, it wasn't too far away from us. And at this point, I was like... I have seen Black Swan through a screen so many times. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it with my own eyes in front of me. And this was the point where I pretty much stopped looking at the screen. I only looked at the screen for the rest of the concert when they were at the main stage and yeah. it was too far away. And the rest of the time, I was just looking at the second stage and trying to absorb it. And seeing the Black Swan like intro choreography with the backup dancers and like the swan motion And the feathers. And, and, yeah. Yeah.
1: You got to see the full effect. Yeah. The full effect with your own eyes. And yes, this was the moment for me too, where pretty much I'm like, okay, do I look at the screen? Do I look at the do I look at the stage? Do I look at the screen? And then I just became way too focused on that. I'm like And worried is a, that you're
0: gonna miss something. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: I need to just not worry about it. Because we wanna
0: enjoy it. Just
1: enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking to and at at the stage because you really did get to see the full effect and just how mesmerizing this performance of Black Swan. I mean, the the dancers and the precision in the dance movements and like how I just think of like yungi when he was rolling and getting mm-hmm. consumed in mm-hmm. by the into the dancers. Yeah. I mean, we could see the side perspective too where we could see the BTS members moving in and out of the moving in and out yeah. and just like all the transitions and it was gorgeous it was beautiful and, and mesmerizing and breathtaking. I just was blown away. But once they got into the actual performance of Black Swan and singing the song, Kayla brought binoculars. <laughs> she brought binoculars and I'm so grateful. And I turned to you Kayla I'm like this is the first time I'm seeing Black Swan performed live like right here with them Mm -hmm. so I was like I need the binoculars (laughs) because I needed to see like the expressions and the like exchange the emotional exchange between J-Hope and Yoongi during Black Swan yes the soap transition the soap transition I was like I need the binoculars so I got to look through the binoculars and see Yoongi and (laughs) J-Hope during their soap part <laughs> like, this like i'm living life made. Uh, my life is made my <laughs> life's complete this is all i've ever wanted it's like
0: all you've thought about for the past two years <laughs> exactly. was the soap transition you wrote a whole fanfic because of that soap transition the only fanfic i've ever completed <laughs> yeah i mean your life has been permanently changed by the soap <laughs> transition and so yeah i was like i had taken the binoculars out of my purse and i just had them in my um, leather jacket pocket We had matching Leather jackets For this concert Um, Very permission to dance But I had it In the pocket And I was like Struggling to get it Out of the pocket yeah. I was just trying To get it to you In enough time <laughs> So you wouldn't miss it you did But you we did. were We were From then on out We were just Handing off the binoculars Like all night Like one of us Were like Oh my god Namjoon's on that corner I need the binoculars Like let me look at yeah, him You yeah. know
1: And we could make out Their faces From where we were Yeah But the binoculars You really just got to see Like the Super full detail clear. Mm-hmm. Like you know you could really see just like how happy they were, or oh. like how freaking hyped they were. Mm-hmm. Like Jungkook, oh we'll
0: yeah. I'm him. replaying it in my mind right now, just <laughs> yeah. like looking through binoculars and seeing them. But b- the whole Black Swan performance yeah. was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a
1: mint after that. We got a mint mm-hmm. after that. Yeah.
0: Um, And during this meant they were walking from the second stage back to the main stage and I really liked how not all of their travel between the two stages was during a song where they had to be like hype and dancing down it like when they were walking between the two stages just talking and being casual about it it was like awesome because i felt like they were getting a little break they were getting a little rest and so they were working that into the actual set list time um but it was also like a fashion show for us like they're walking down this runway looking fucking incredible yeah Yeah. and i think
1: it allotted time for armies just to scream and show and express our love yeah and and just to be hanging out and present with bts in one vicinity like That was just great. Like, it just allotted time where they didn't have to be performing. You know, they didn't have to be, like, necessarily talking. Mm -hmm. It was just a time for BTS and ARMY to be together. Totally.
0: And when, you know, they show different members interacting with the cameras, they're coming up, like, doing a little Mm -hmm. gesture being cute or sexy or whatever. Then they get those special screams just for Mm -hmm. them. So it was a really wonderful moment. Yeah. What I really remember from this meant was the end of it where Jimin is like, and now the song you've all been Been waiting waiting for for. and we're just like no it's gonna be plus (laughs) one tears we're screaming already yeah and oh when it started, I just,
1: yeah, oh, I, was, I could
0: not contain myself. I was no. freaking out. I was, mm-hmm. I was hitting you. I was grabbing you. I was shaking usually you. Usually, I'm hitting you. Usually, it's the other way around. Like usually, Bethany is. She cannot <laughs> do it. Her emotions are too big that she just has to fling my fling body, fling your body, on. and yeah. get it out. But I was. I mean, I was gra fully grabbing you. Like, yeah. oh my god, I have wanted to see blood, sweat, and tears with my own two eyes. Since standings, yeah, like since the beginning, since the beginning, like yeah. since 2017. I mean, Jimin, blood, sweat, and tears is what solidified me as a BTS stan and as a Jimin stan. Uh-huh. I mean, I just it has been a lifelong dream ever since becoming a, an army. Mm-hmm. And so I know we didn't get the full song, and I know that when we saw the permission, to, uh permission to dance online stage that blood sweat and tears just felt like a tease to us Mm -hmm. but in person even though we didn't get the full song it did not feel like a tease it felt incredibly satisfying you know um i got i got what i needed from i got
1: what i needed too i was appreciative i kept talking about how i wanted a full blood blood sweat and tears performance but once they transitioned into fake love and then getting to do the fan chant for fake love
0: fake love yes fake love with army (laughs)
1: with so many armies it was like the best i turn to you i'm like i am grateful for the full fake love performance because it is just one of their best Mm -hmm. um but yeah. It didn't feel like a tease, the mm-hmm. blood, sweat, and tears, even though it wasn't the full thing. Mm-hmm. It was satisfying, mm-hmm. and it was enough. That was all I needed. Yeah. And I was grateful for, like, getting all of fake love.
0: Yeah. They're like, here, pre-2017 and 2017 ARMY, this is a little treat for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. But- and oh by this time they're all in the black outfits. The full, Fuck.
1: the full body
0: chains. The body chains and Jimin and Jungkook completely shirtless. Um, Jimin literally only had one fucking button. Only one button. One button. So much belly. So much chest. Tattoos. A little bit of the nevermind mm-hmm. tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. And his hair too is like longer. It's long and sexy and he but he would, little... kept pushing it back with the full forehead.
1: Yeah but he has like these little tiny highlights in it that all also remind me of like fake love era jimmy mm-hmm.
0: oh totally yeah
1: oh but these full body chains jen had a full body chain too jen had this like bedazzled jacket, jacket. and mm-hmm. just seeing him from like on stage looking down you could see the lights reflecting off of them i glittering. almost glittering i almost thought that they had like light sticks on, on their their, jacket, but, on their yeah. jacket i was like what's going on yeah. but it was
0: just the the shimmer how much they were shining yeah yoongi had like some sparkle like rhinestone on his jacket but he was also wearing a skirt a skirt and i love that i love when bts are androgynous with their style so it was just phenomenal yeah j-hope
1: also had a uh, had like a see-through shirt and a jacket and his trousers were
0: just perfectly like, tailored I am forever grateful for those those trousers.
1: I'm but just also
0: saying. the the sheer shirt he was wearing. I mean, we saw J hope nipple. We did, we did. Which is
1: rare. Rare. It's
0: a rarity. <laughs> it is a rarity. Oh god. Just <laughs> we're just scrolling through the pictures that we we're have in our document right now. We're just looking at a right photo now. of J hope. Just fucking dying. Yeah. Oh, and Namjoon. I mean, he was just sweating through his clothes all night. Those Nam titties on display, just looking fucking incredible. Yeah. So hot, so sexy. Oh, oh, gosh, man. okay,
1: but really the blood, sweat, and tears and fake love, like a highlight of the night. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: then we got a VCR. Got a VCR. And after the VCR, life goes on and boy with love. This was such a cute segment. This was the the bed and the couch. Um, set and so for this part we were looking at the screen again because they were back at the main stage but they started on the bed for Life Goes On. Life Goes On was another song that I got emotional. I fully cried for Life Goes On. This is
1: when I fully cried for the first time.
0: Because I was really just sitting there standing there not sitting, standing there looking at the whole crowd, the whole stadium just packed full you know after COVID, after everything we've been through, being able to sing that song with BTS and with ARMY and to really feel the effect of it, like feel like everything is going to be okay. Life life is going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, just, it was really a moment where I felt like we are reunited, you know? Yeah, that circumstances are getting better. And yeah. to be at this concert is
1: proof of that. Yeah, To be able to be with ARMY and BTS again in such a massive stadium, mm-hmm. I, I just... I was overwhelmed. It was eye-opening to me to see how huge ARMY is and BTS's popularity. You really got to see the growth over the last two years
0: despite the pandemic. Yeah, despite the pandemic completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely ARMY in attendance who were brand new ARMY Mm -hmm. within the last year or two years, you know. Um, I would say a lot of people who were there were newer or younger ARMY, Mm -hmm. not, not like, physically younger, but just like baby army. Yeah. And it was really incredible to see like that massive crowd yeah. and all of us singing Life Goes On. I, during Life Goes On, I was just like, I was holding my hand to my chest, like clutching my arm and just swaying back and forth yeah. and really trying to Take it all in. There yeah. were multiple multiple moments throughout the concert where I was really just trying to I was live in the moment yeah. and just take it in, soak it in,
1: soaking it in. That's how I felt with Life Goes On. I was having a lot of reflection during the song because I remember when vaccines really started becoming accessible to people, and Kansas City they had lifted the mask mandate, and I got on the streetcar in Kansas City by myself and I had my earbuds in and I was listening to Life Goes On. And it was the first time that I got to see that streetcar packed with people, with family and friends, having a really great time exploring Kansas City, going and getting food from the farmer's market and going out for lunch. And I was listening to Life Goes On and I felt just this like euphoric state of, wow, life really does go on. It just made me happy to see everyone happy. So to see BTS performing with Army to life goes on i was just bawling (laughs) i turned to you and i'm just like we both had tears i didn't i mean i guess i expected that life goes on i would be moved Mm -hmm. but i was particularly touched just reflecting on yeah you know how life is going on in the pandemic really yeah maybe making a
0: turn for the better here i know i if you would have needed me to talk and reply back to you at that moment, I would not have been able to. I yeah. would have just fully broken down. Mm-hmm. I was very much choked up, and I just couldn't yeah, believe it that we were there, you know? like And this uh, is when they had the, the Polaroid pictures. The Polaroid pictures. That... Another reason why it was really awesome to look at the screen during that performance was because they, you know, at the end of each member's line, they took a little Polaroid and like pasted it up somewhere on the screen. But what was really awesome was they did the same thing for ARMY. They were capturing random armies around the crowd and putting them up on the screen. And wow, for those armies that made it on the screen at some point, that had to have been one of the most memorable moments of their entire lives. Yeah.
1: And I don't remember where it was, but at least for a day two, when they were giving some of their mints, it could have been the ending mints. I really it can't... It was the ending not Maybe I'm yeah. jumping ahead. I'll save it. Yeah, just save I'll it. I'll save it yeah. for later. Okay.
0: Um. But yeah, I, I just... The whole concert was like, as we got to our seats before the concert started, we were like, it hasn't even sunk in. I can't believe that we're here. Like, we didn't even know how to feel at that moment. But during Life Goes On was probably the most surreal moment yeah. because I was really reflecting on the meaning of the song. I think that's and when it was
1: setting in. Yeah. It was yeah. really
0: like, wow, this is actually happening. Yeah.
1: And then they went into Boy With Love and I'm That was the best song that they could have done after Life Goes On because it really snapped me out of that sadness. Yeah, (laughs) it was just
0: great fun. It wasn't
1: sadness. You know, it was like happy tears. Yeah,
0: it was happy tears. But Boy With Love is just such a fun song. And and... they had the
1: yellow couch, Uh like what they have in the music video. Mm -hmm. Um, Boy With Fun was... It was... uh, Boy With Love, sorry.
0: Yeah, but it was Boys With Fun, essentially. (laughs) What what was crazy to me, my biggest takeaway from that couch was fucking Kim Taeyong. Oh yeah! This man, <laughs> he, I, this of course this couch is like massive, oversized. But he's on the top of the couch, lounging, laying across the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on! He yeah. just had to lay down for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I was floored.
1: I was floored too.
0: <laughs> I was literally on the floor.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. He has no boundaries. <laughs> he just does whatever he wants. <gasps>
0: Hey, I'm Kayla from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland, an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. The opus is Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head over to consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. So then they had another ment and after that ment they got into dynamite, dynamite. which was awesome. Uh, the the
1: fireworks and the
0: sparklers mm-hmm. and just like
1: the effects of like the production was the confetti. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was outstanding, yeah. you know? It was really just it intensified the moment and it, it was just well done everything mm-hmm. was so well done but dynamite was an absolute blast like and that was like getting to sing the full english too mm-hmm. you know i'm grateful for that yeah. you know because i really felt like i was i really fully sing along i mean i was singing korean and, the, know, whole time. the whole time right too. but like i don't know you really just got to belt it and then we got that transition into butter too mm-hmm. where they, they, they a did a little, this dance, little break. dance break i really thought that was special anyways so then butter comes. Holy fucking shit. And freaking Megan the Stallion showed up. Yeah. Like, what? We, we kind of anticipated, like, we were speculating. We had
0: speculated, yeah. you know, on the podcast, maybe Coldplay, maybe, maybe Megan the Stallion will show up at this concert. But as we were trying to make it through the heavy traffic surrounding the venue to our parking lot um we had rolled our windows down because we started hearing what we thought was soundcheck but we're like it's It's way too too early early for soundcheck like what the fuck but we heard butter so we were listening and we fucking heard megan's voice yeah and we're like was that megan is megan here and we were looking around at all the armies, like standing in line. Walking and no by. One,
1: no one was like paying attention or freaking out or you Saying know.
0: anything, doing anything. So, we're like, are we the only ones hearing this right now? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that was kind of a tease for us. Yeah. We're like, we might get Megan Thee Stallion tonight. And then she came out yeah. looking fine as hell. Oh
0: my God, the her pink outfit, outfit. Her outfit. Her her booty yeah. her boobs her boobs, her body is her... just amazing body yaddy yadi. yeah addy. i mean her body just yes. she's so hot and <laughs> her her stage presence was phenomenal and all of army was so stoked to see her mm-hmm. i was personally just happy for her that she got to perform butter with bts here yeah. so she wasn't able to do it at the amas like they had planned yeah. and also knowing that she had all of these problems with her record label like they didn't even want her to perform with bts they didn't want her to collab with them at all and all of the struggle that they went through to actually be able to collaborate they deserve to perform together yeah and she deserved to have 60,000 armies screaming and cheering for her she
1: looks starstruck yeah I mean she looked blown away at how crazy are the fans were going like that they were we were all just cheering so much we were so excited to see her yeah it was great that you know it was sad that at the AMAs she didn't get to be with BTS mm-hmm. um so it's like she finally got the opportunity and BTS finally got the opportunity to perform the song together yeah. so I'm grateful for her for to to be at the concert and to show up for that yeah for that one song for
0: you know to be on stage for like less than five minutes too to dress to the nines and look as phenomenal as she did Mm -hmm. just for a few moments on stage she stood
1: like back to back with Namjoon and i was
0: freaked out i I died. no (laughs) too much yeah too much attractiveness right here And,
1: and just getting to see her dance and have fun on stage with BTS too oh it was great I mean, really a special moment for night two,
0: goers particularly. We got lucky with that. We really did get lucky with that. So we had another VCR where they did another outfit change. And at this point, they kind of change into more relaxed, casual outfits. Not the ending meant like Permission of dance outfits, but kind of like Cali style, you Cali know. Style. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get some great songs during this last little segment of the concert. Yeah,
1: we got Airplane Part 2, so mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit sexier. Mm-hmm. I think that song is so sexy. It <laughs> is so
0: sexy, and it's so great every time. Yeah, And then Bapsay. I love Bapsay here. Like, normally I feel like Bapsay is like an opening, like, um, hype song. hype song, you know? Fucking during Bapsay, Namjoon fucking sprinted like to the end of the second stage and he did the first hip, hip thrust. thrust. Oh my God! I died! I just died. I mean, I was screaming so hard. I uh, it's it's engraved it's right burned now, just, into my memory. Yeah, like I
1: can't. I'm just replaying it in my mind. Yeah, right me now. too. Like oh. he really hit. Thro-
0: he <laughs> he did it so hard. I mean, he knew we were there. He knew that we needed it from yeah, him. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my gosh I was dying. Um, so, that is. I think that's just like the best concert song is Pepsi. I hope they forever perform Pepsi yeah. at every concert. Yeah. Um, it's a fan favorite. It is. It gives is. us us hard stands a little moment. Oh my god. To <laughs> so just fangirl. Um but then they went into disease, mm-hmm. and I was particularly um looking forward to hearing disease mm-hmm. and telepathy. Live and the, to hear it live in these B songs, mm-hmm. like uh, B has become one of my favorite albums. Same. So disease Getting to hear the vocals at the bridge Mm -hmm. and to hear the build (gasps) in that song live and feeling the energy of, you know, the whole stadium for like, you know, I mean, it was, it was peak euphoria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just fantastic.
0: (laughs) Unimaginable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The bridge the Really bridge. the bridge Hearing the bridge live All of ARMY And the ARMY bombs At that time Were like blue and purple So it was like Really soulful colors mm-hmm. And a, oh it was And at and this BTS time And BTS are
1: just They have so much energy mm-hmm. For this
0: song too yeah. and, and then they were Heading back towards First stage And we're two. like What are they doing They're heading back To the main stage yeah. And then they like Split in the middle And half of them Walk to one side One extreme of the main stage And yeah. the other half Walk to the other And we're like What is going on I was
1: so confused And I was just like Calculating in my mind like what what are they doing like why mm-hmm. are they standing on these like corner parts of the first stage and why do they split up and then we saw them walk out onto these like forklifts forklifts yeah and i still like it
0: really hadn't processed in my mm-hmm. mind and then you turned to me i'm like oh my god it's our double fucking biases yeah. on the forklift on our side of the stadium was Jimin Namjoon Taehyung and J-Hope And they, I was realizing, processing, they're about to ride these forklifts around the stadium. Like they did with the double-decker bus in the online show. Yeah. Um, For telepathy. For telepathy. And
1: so, yeah, once I started to see it move, Mm -hmm. like you see the lift moving. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I'm taking in my surroundings because we're row four in the section one, those 100s. Yeah. And I'm like, Kayla, they're going to come right by us.
0: Like, ah! Screw the binoculars. I know we, like-, <laughs> like really because I brought the binoculars knowing that like for us one of the most fulfilling parts of a BTS concert is seeing them clearly with our own eyes. Yeah, seeing their the
1: details of their the face, face clearly. Yeah,
0: just like to be like they are real people, they're just yes. incredible. And we always have said, like, we're never, ever going to get as close to them again as we were in Fort Worth. We were truly lucky mm-hmm. to have had that concert experience. We had no idea mm-hmm. how special it was when we were in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, that GA admission, like on the floor where you could be anywhere on the floor and, like, barricade yeah. easily I mean, at any time. I mean, we just knew that we were never get to experience like never. that
1: again. But we were just as close being in row four seeing them go by on these I freaking mean
0: lifts feet from us feet, feet from, from us. us I
1: couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it and yes the first group that went by us was our double biases what were the chances what of that? are the chances Young, J-Hope Jimin and Namjoon all together like coming to us and like Young was really like facing towards us and had his arms out and just seeing him come over. And that was really the first time I felt like Young's gaze. He saw you. And I was like, no, like he, you know, like you just can't get all of the members gaze at Mm -hmm. you. But that's the first time I got a Young gaze. And I was like, I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. Like my life is made. Mm -hmm. I just... Yeah. I cannot go on. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like they were all looking in our area. I didn't yeah. feel like when those four went past, I didn't feel like any of them were elusive. They were all facing us they when were. they went past. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, just to see Namjoon, to you know, I'm so in love with him. Mm-hmm. And like, just to see his face again. Yeah. Because permanently stuck in my mind is like him at Fort Worth doing the I love you sign right at us, uh-huh. you know, and just like the tears in his eyes and the look on his face of pure like, I really do love you. I hope you know. Mm-hmm. Just seeing them again. So close. I mean, I would say we were as close as we were in Fort Worth to them. And the fact that we got these tickets, row four. Okay, but
1: I'm telling you, when we were getting ready for buying tickets, telepathy, I told you, I'm like, this is my manifestation ticket song. Mm -hmm. So we listened to telepathy to Mm -hmm. like hype us up for getting tickets. Mm -hmm. And then the tickets we ended up getting Got us a spot that for telepathy, we got to see them right up, like, in front of us. Like, I just, I love looking for those little synchronicities and just, like, making the most of life. It's, like...
0: It's part of what makes life so incredible. Yeah. Like, how is that coincidental that this just happened? It seems like a moment just perfectly made for us. And I'm sure so many armies around the stadium had a similar feeling and experience. Uh But we really felt like, wow, this is like tailored to the experience that we need from this concert. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then... The, the two lifts met in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then they open up the gates and they switch. switch. So we're like, <laughs> oh, my God. Now we, we get, get to, to see, see Yoongi, Yoongi, Jin, and uh-huh. Um, So just how special. We got to see all seven of them right in front of us. Yeah. Um, so then they came over mm-hmm. and really got to take in Yoongi's oh. everything. I know. Yoongi's hair. My gosh. The undercut. Mm-hmm. The hair slicked back. Mm-hmm. And he oh, he just looked fine as ever. You looked
0: amazing. Um, I actually... So I was really good about my mask the whole time. But when (laughs) they came by... The, you know, the little voice in the back of your head that you just can't ignore was telling me, like, hey, remember when yungi has said in interviews, like, he really remembers faces. And I was thinking about Fort Worth and how we definitely had sustained eye contact <laughs> and how he threw his fucking water bottle to right me. It, yeah. So I was like, when they came by, when they were really close, I pulled my mask down just in case. Just in case he, he saw me you. and he could recognize, oh, hey, Fort Worth. I remember that girl from four years ago like no of course he wouldn't but like <laughs> just you know in just in case you it's, know it's worth a shot it's worth a shot but i just um i i just reveled reveled in the moment yeah. of seeing him again yeah. so close
1: Jin was engaging with the floor seat so mm-hmm. his back was to us but i was like jen we saw those shoulders giving you giving you all the kisses mm-hmm. Jin, and we saw jungkook he was really dancing yeah he was having so <laughs> much fun oh but what a blessing That was, I have to say, probably the best part of the night for me. I think it was. I had – because we hadn't spoiled
0: ourselves Mm -hmm. at all, so we
1: didn't know that they did that. So, I mean, it was a complete surprise. Yeah. We
0: had no idea. I would agree with you. Definitely a highlight of the night. Best part of the night for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So after telepathy, then they went back to the stage and they performed Stay and Mm -hmm. So What. And Mm -hmm. these are just sister songs Mm -hmm. that you get that EDM party, feel good, um, just celebrating and having a blast with bts and army
0: i love stay at this part in the in the concert because we know the concert's coming to an end so it's kind of like symbolic of staying together even though we are about to part Mm -hmm. ways yeah you know for the first time and that's
1: when they had their mint and they're like the you know army Mm -hmm. it's coming to an end you know like this is the part where we're (laughs) like you know wrapping it up and we're like no No! like literally (laughs) all of army's like no stay you're not going anywhere it reminded me of just how fast these concerts go. Mm. I mean, it goes by in a blink. It's just so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they came out and they performed Save Me. And then after Save Me, they went into I'm Fine, mm. which in Seoul, I think they did Save Me. And they did I Need You. And, I then need save you me. and Save Me. And we
0: talked about with that episode that we felt like okay it's like their message to army like they need us and they need us to save them you know like they need to be with army to like be happy and so then they changed it to save me and i'm fine to like let us know they're they're okay they're okay yeah Yeah. Yeah. i love that oh and then they
1: did idol Mm, the full song the the song and they went out to second stage and they did the choreo. They did the choreo, but they also had parts where they weren't doing the choreo, mm-hmm. where they were just vibing. And Jungkook had come out to like the corner of second stage mm-hmm. that was closest to us, and he just stood there and he was going so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just feeling himself and vibing. And then yungi came over, mm-hmm. and we see yungi take his water bottle, and I got to see this with my own eyes, yes. like not through the screen. Like I saw him just like dunk the water all All over over his head head, Mm -hmm. his orange head Uh and just I mean just revel in the water and then throw the water bottle out into the crowd I was everything I could ever want yeah it was oh gosh it was just the perfect night it's so memorable I'm like getting teary-eyed thinking about how great idol was it was
0: I mean they went all out all the energy Namjoon (sighs) stepped onto one of those corner parts, too, and I grabbed the binoculars just to see him again. And when he wasn't singing or, like, providing backup vocals, he's just bopping around, vibing. He had this huge smile on his face. He looked so happy. Uh Like, all of the members looked so happy. Yeah,
1: they, they did. Yeah. Uh, So then we we close out –
0: oh, one more thing I have to say about Idol. When they were doing that full choreo for it, Jimin's fucking kick. I mean, that was the highest kick I've ever seen him do. He was right on, like, the tip of the stage where he was just going full force, full out. Just Uh phenomenal. Incredible.
1: I also have to say, too, with, like, so what? Jin with like all the confetti and like the whatever like the confetti confetti guns guns. oh
0: Jin just chaotic he was so chaotic (laughs) and he's so funny yeah he's so hilarious Mm -hmm. also the confetti especially from our seats like where they had confetti cannons and then bts themselves were spraying those confetti guns it was beautiful it just yeah. looked really pretty it was like pretty. so in addition to like your notes about the production it was yeah. just really great we
1: got some confetti yeah we were able to capture some i got
0: like three little pieces yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um and then we had the encore and mm-hmm. this was such a strange encore and i think the reason for that was that there was just so many people in attendance but typically with an encore we chant BTS, BTS, BTS yeah. or at least we'll do like some of the fan chant and then chant, yeah, BTS, chant their names because you're supposed to, to get them to come back out. Like that's what an encore is. Mm-hmm. And in our section, it started a couple times, but it wasn't super sustained. It maybe went for like a minute and you felt kind of silly because yeah. nobody else, you know, the whole venue wasn't doing yeah. it. And so like even at Soldier Field, everyone did like a big encore mm-hmm. um, with a chanting. So it was a little bit different, but we were all kind of just like waiting. Like, for we them should to come be back. chanting
1: their names. Like we want them. To come back. Yeah, we want them That's, to come back. I mean, traditionally how an encore goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got another VCR and they did come back onto stage and they performed epilogue Young Forever. And uh, it was just moving and particularly touching to hear this song um because there's so much packed emotion in this song for when they sing it and also for Army singing it with them. Mm-hmm. I really felt it was a beautiful song to end on and they also yeah. did spring day yeah. after young forever. Yeah. And
0: both of the songs were beautiful and really great to end on. Um, and we felt like, you know, the spring day has come for them to perform this and for us to be together. So that was um, incredibly, I would think poignant as that, with that song being included there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had their closing ments, and what was different about the closing ments today, as opposed to yesterday, is that yesterday, Everybody besides Yoongi spoke in English, and when they're speaking in English, they're not able to convey all of their emotions as deeply and as detailed as they were if they were speaking in Korean, Mm -hmm. and so the majority of them last night spoke in Korean, and then they had a translator, and ARMY, even though it was a massive venue, was really good about being quiet when the translator was translating for us, and... Uh, I felt like the men's were really, really heartfelt. Mm -hmm. And they just shared their gratitude about how happy they were to be here and to be with ARMY again. And I think Jin said that it felt like BTS and ARMY were making a movie together. Like it felt like this life was a movie, Mm -hmm. which just goes to show how surreal it was for them, too, to like Mm -hmm. be back and be with ARMY.
1: Yeah. J-Hope's men really resonated with me. And he looked like he got a little teary-eyed he and emotional. Did. He said he wanted to talk in Korean because he really had some words he wanted to share that he couldn't share in English. Mm-hmm. So he ended up saying um, basically that this is a historic night for them, but this is a monumental and historic moment for us. Mm-hmm. You know? He and hoped
0: that it would be. That it would be. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's how this whole weekend has felt. Mm-hmm. Like I like I said, it feels like a life event. Mm-hmm. Like I know it sounds drastic to say like a life event as in but like, you know, getting your degree or, you know, getting, getting married. married. But this whole weekend is something I'll never forget. And I feel like it's really enriched my life. Like I'm so grateful to have experiences like this because of BTS. Mm-hmm. And so for them to be experiencing this concert, these four massive concerts in LA after two years of a pandemic, you know, it is historic for them. But everyone in attendance, this is something that every army who is there tonight and all four nights are going to remember for the rest of their lives yeah. and to be, you know, so grateful. Like some of the happiest moments happened this weekend yeah, for, for people all around the world. So I yeah. agree
0: with you. For me, it's definitely a lifelong memory and experience mm-hmm. and something that I will carry with me forever. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that J-Hope you know, realizes that what a big night it was, not just for them, but for everyone in attendance, like how much we've been anticipating this as much as they have been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all of their ending ments were really great and heartfelt and, you know, Mm -hmm. just, we could really feel the love and the appreciation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. We could. And they ended with Permission to Dance, of course, the headlining song of the, you know, these four performances, the Permission to Dance on stage. So of course, and in the first two concerts that we went to with BTS, we had like this cathartic moment at the end where we tear up because they're usually performing like a really emotional mm-hmm. last song. And for this one, we really didn't get that, and it was different, but we enjoyed it. Like, I felt like we got to go out on the concert being a celebration and really happy and excited, as opposed to being sad that BTS were leaving and that the concert was already coming to a close. Mm-hmm.
1: It really felt like just a celebration mm-hmm. and a moment to be happy and to to take it in and not to feel sad, yeah. which I think Permission to Dance, the highlight for me was... Getting to dance, like, the sign language yeah. part with BTS. We did the whole thing. We did the whole thing. And the, and we got to sing Permission to Dance to BTS, mm-hmm. too. And they just looped that part mm-hmm. of Permission to Dance where we just kept singing the chorus over and over. Mm-hmm. And it felt like we were united. Yeah. It, it was that moment of unity mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of those other, like, sadder songs, you feel that unity. But you're also, like, crying and saying goodbye. But this mm-hmm. was just, like, we're dancing and having fun together. Like, all of us here at once. Yeah.
0: So I learned right after the concert that they performed We're a Bulletproof Part 2 and Love Myself Answer um, at the end of night one instead of Young Forever and Spring Day. And that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I got in my feelings a little bit because I I really wanted to see We're Bullet- a Bulletproof Part 2. E- we're Bulletproof The Eternal. The Eternal. Yeah. Um, live. Because... Ever since they created that song, I was like, This is a song that needs to be with Army in a concert, you know. They could have
1: easily done that song all four nights. Right.
0: So But they have so
1: many like BTS army songs that like for us, yeah, we were really looking forward to we are Bulletproof the Eternal. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was really grateful to have Young Forever. Yeah. I loved Young
0: Forever and Um, After processing my emotions and just kind of um, reflecting more, I'm really grateful that they ended with Permission to Dance and Mm -hmm. that we, um, you know, I would have gotten, I would have full on cried with We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal. And so I'm glad that I was able to end the concert on a really happy, like, um, celebratory note instead Mm -hmm. with Permission to Dance. Yeah. 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 So it was wonderful. But
1: that emotional release, you were kind of looking for that emotional release mm-hmm. of, you know, crying and of happy tears, but also like having to say goodbye to BTS. Yeah. too. Like you were kind of looking forward to that because those are memorable parts mm-hmm. for the last two concerts. Mm-hmm. But we were not disappointed with Permission to Dance and no. getting to just celebrate and dance and sing to BTS. Yeah. yeah. I
0: loved doing the dances That was them.
1: unique. It was really mm-hmm. awesome. That I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, uh. Was really grateful that the choreography for PTD was the sign language choreo and it translated to a concert performance so well because Mm -hmm. we were all able to do it with them. So a night to remember for the rest of our lives. A a weekend to remember for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The iconic meetup and the concert were truly something that I will never forget and something that I feel incredibly honored to have been a part of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just bursting
0: with gratitude and love yeah my cup is full it's full overflowing it's
1: overflowing yeah I um
0: I really I I'm gonna try to go home and articulate this entire weekend to my husband and I'm gonna totally fail because I'm still even though we've just spoken about the concert and our weekend for an hour and a half um I am just Still speechless. Me too. I, I've never been as speechless as I am after this weekend. Experienced a lot of emotions that are hard to just
1: articulate. Yeah. Um, because haven't really experienced anything like this in my life before. Yeah.
0: Um, but we loved every moment of this weekend we soaked it in as much as we can we know that there were a bunch of iconics at the concerts this weekend and who are going to the upcoming concerts this week Yeah. Um, and we hope that you all had a blast mm-hmm. uh, let us know how your concert experience was DM us send us an email whatever um, if you're not already you can follow us on Twitter at Standing BTS Podcast or on Instagram Standing BTS Podcast um, and we love to talk with you there um, at the Iconic Meet a couple people are like yeah i've wanted to talk to you but i've been nervous about emailing you or whatever email us yeah tweet at us like whatever we want to talk to you please it's the best thing ever we always read it yeah 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 Yeah. so um thank you iconics thank
1: you iconics thank you for listening thank you bts for putting on a fantastic show and for all your hard work yeah thank Um, you bts a weekend I'll remember for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Weekend to spend with my best friend. I know. Like, this is. First time traveling, Mm -hmm. like together,
0: just you and me. Our first trip, just solo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Iconic. Nothing short of perfect. Nothing short of perfect. Iconic, historic weekend. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics. Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Allie, Nate, Cecily, and And Crystal. Crystal. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for your support, Crystal. And thank you, Iconics, for all of your love and your support. It truly means the world to us. Mm -hmm. Just happy to be here. Just
1: happy to be here. To be doing this, talking about BTS. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you did, Please write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Reach out to us about your thoughts and feelings about these concerts as well. We love to hear it. And of course, you can find links for all of the things in the description. Thanks for listening and
1: thanks for standing, BTS.